In this episode, Yushuan and I will delve into peculiar and obscure sports. We thought this would be quite a fun one, given that, well, it's April Fool's. So take it easy, sit back, plug in and listen to Into the Unknown. We hope you enjoy this episode. We'll catch you on the next one. Welcome to the Into the Unknown podcast, the show that dives into all things fitness, politics, mindset, current affairs, sports, and everything in between. With a generous sprinkling of humour, at least on my part, and pop culture, I'm Connor Campbell. And I'm Yushan Sue. So without further ado, plug in, sit back, and enjoy being taken into the unknown. All right. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome back to Into the Unknown. We had actually hello, hello. To get a guest on, um, but after some technical issues, we thought we're here now. Let's just jump on and um, record a, a, a nice, easy one, because I feel like the last couple of episodes that we've recorded have been maybe not heavy. Pretty but, heavy. Uh, yeah, I get. Yeah. I mean, I guess they have been heavy. Um, so we... We actually, or Yushuan, actually came up with the idea of potentially discussing obscure sports. Coming up with the idea makes it, gives me a lot more credit than I'm due. I think we're just chatting shit for the last 10 to 15 minutes and we stumbled onto this topic. Yeah, I mean, that's fair enough. That is, that's fair enough. Um, I I don't know if I actually know very many uh obscure sports. To be honest with you, the only ones that I've seen, I watched a Netflix documentary once, this one time, and there was a sport in there that's played in, I believe it was Spain, called Calcio. What was it called? Calcio Storico that's played in Italy. Yeah. It's it's absolutely crazy. Um, do you want to? I mean, I don't. I don't even know how I would describe it. <laughs> I mean, I think it's like rugby and boxing, or like rugby and martial arts, all in one. Would you say? Like it's yeah, like yeah. I mean. If rugby was a contact sport, this would be like full on, like bodies are inside each other. A hundred percent. Apparently, it was it originated like in the Middle Ages in Italy. The all the way from the Middle Ages. That's crazy. Um, Basically, it's like they play with like with a football or a round ball, yeah. and but they carry it in their hands, so it's like rugby. And then instead of, yeah. you know, like in rugby, there are quite strict and stringent rules on tackling and then forming a rock and then having a scrum and things like that. Whereas this, you just fucking beat the shit out of each other to grab the ball. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds mental. Uh, so basically, I mean, basically, there's no rules, right? From what I understand in this documentary, there's like four main teams. You've got blues, reds. In in the main common one, there was the blue and the red. They were they were against each other, and they had so many people on each team. I think there's like there's like twenty people on each team, which is crazy. Um, yeah. And the main goal, the main 
the main aim of the, I guess you would call it game or sport, uh, is to essentially score a goal, right? Like, and that sounds really simple in the grand scheme of things. Isn't it played but... like? Isn't it played like in a in a sort of coliseum style stadium as well? Yeah, it's basically, it's like a football pitch, but it's surrounded by a wall, um, yeah. which is which is crazy. Um, yeah, and and the, the game is only like 50 minutes long, but there's no, as far as I'm aware, there's no breaks. Like there's no half time. It's know. just 50 minutes full on beating the absolute living daylights out of each other. <laughs> Within reason, because they do also have referees, which is hilarious. Um, <laughs> and the main aim is just to get one of the balls or the ball that they can either hold or dribble or kick into the opposing team's net. Uh, and I've just found here, nice. it, each team has 27 players. That's Imagine. a massive... It's a fucking free-for-all. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean that's absolutely crazy. If uh yeah, if anyone is I think the Netflix show is called Home Game. I was gonna say is a home game because um Yeah. That's that was the first I remember watching it and that was the first episode. That's why when you mentioned it, I knew exactly what it was called. It was yeah, the first crazy. episode of Home Game. Um I, I was just gonna like reference other ones from that series actually oh were you um so i i had a couple that i wanted you should to definitely definitely watch it yeah it's definitely good um yeah i think i remember watching the highland games one as well that was really cool yeah. one sport that i really wanted to talk about there's actually which was quite interesting that you brought this up was because there is actually two guys at our gym and one of them is a a professional dragon boat racer. No way. Yeah, I, I didn't racer. know. I didn't know that that there. Well, I was ignorant to the fact that there was um. You know that they were uh that was a thing. Um, I I knew what dragon. Well, I didn't know that they had was. A, outside of of like Asia, China. Yeah. Yeah, because um, I. Right. Yeah, I mean, I guess it originated. Where did it originate? It orig- it must have originated in Hong Kong, boy. Yeah, which is crazy. But it's now I, that's I think my it's that's my home game around the world, um, which is awesome. Yeah. But I, when someone told me this, I imagined it to basically be like a cross between kayaking or canoeing and rowing. Is that right? Right. It's uh, it's like rowing basically, but with paddles. As in, there's two. Obviously, there's paddles in rowing, but um, yeah. As in, it's a short paddle, and you paddle like that. And I realize yeah. that this is actually a podcast, and I can't see what I'm doing. But you have you have like a short paddle, and you have it on the side, and you stay on one side, and each. So on the dragon boat, however many rows there are, there's and then there's two, there's two people per row. And then, and this is so funny because 
you're bringing up as obscure sport but I've, i guess i've just never thought about it because i've like grown up with it you know every year we watch the dragon boat racing um and to me it's just like a normal like a normal sport i never thought of it as out yeah. of the ordinary but yeah and then you have one guy in the front of the boat just beating on the drums and that keeps the rhythm and everyone rose to that rhythm or rose to That's that beat sick but, yeah, boom, I mean it's such boom, a big thing. Boom. That sounds amazing. Literally, mate. Yeah. That actually sounds have... like you're going to war, like you're rowing to war. Well, I think that's kind of where it originated from. Crikey, that's quite scary. That isn't. I it? mean, I'm just I'm just googling it now, but um, apparently it was a similar. So similar versions of the sport were played sort of in different cultures without them ever crossing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's mad. Yeah, I mean, now that uh, now they, they, so I think they have played... proper leagues. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you Google it, there's like a, a British Federation for Dragon Boating or something. <laughs> but um, what I mean is... Uh, yeah, so it began as a modern international sport in Hong Kong, we represent 1976. Um, yeah. But historically, it was, yeah, like similar versions were played or practiced in different, like, historical cultures without those cultures ever crossing. So, like, oh, wow. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, different yeah, yeah. cultures had different versions of it. But none of them knew that each other had it. Yeah. That's so crazy. it was in yeah, somewhere in southern China over two thousand years ago. And then at the same time they had it in ancient Greece. Uh it was being established at Olympia. Like this is all the same era. And and not a single person knew that people were doing the same sport just in different continents. Yeah, well not that it was recorded anyway yeah yeah but i feel like a lot of sports would have had that without actually mm. knowing that other continents were playing the same or at least a similar type of sport yeah well i suppose it's quite a generic sort of if there is a river then you're gonna do something on it and yeah you're gonna have some kind of race right and you have a swim and, or you know, a boat so... race yeah yeah exactly that's do you know what actually that's yeah. really interesting that you bring that up because i mean obviously going back to like ancient greece a lot of sports that are now in the olympics are predominantly performed or at least were performed back in uh the greek times like javelin mm. and discus and hammer throw and long jump, weightlifting, wrestling, blah, 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 blah. But those are all very Western sports, right? But yeah. it's not very often that you would get a lot of sports like another example might like dragon boating is a perfect example. Um, you know, an another sport actually, which which just popped up in my mind is kabaddi. Have you ever seen that? Freaking crazy. Oh, I fucking love Kavadi. <laughs> Mate, crazy. you know in India how big of a sport it is? Yeah. It's like it's... completely televised. You know, they're like professional teams. 
They've all, wow. they're all like kitted out. It's incredible. But do you I want bet. to explain what Kabaddi is? Uh, I mean, I've only watched a few games, but I know that it's definitely popular from like Southeastern Asia. Um, as far as I'm aware, the basically the aim is to obviously score more points than the opposition. Um, and you have a, attackers and defenders. Uh, basically, your, your aim as a team is to send one... I was about to say character there, like it was a video game, but the offensive team is supposed to send one person, which I think is called the Raider, over to basically touch as many of the opposing team as possible. Right? Which is ridiculous, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's called the Raider. Yeah, yeah, right. The Raider. Yeah. And, and, but, so they have to touch um, the members of the team and they get a point. But if you're defending, then your objective is to basically, tr- before the raider touches you, your objective is to try and wrestle that person to the ground before they get back to their half of the of the court, which is crazy. And that sounds it's. Yeah. I don't think I've done it any justice, but it's it's so much more. No, you've missed than... out a very vital. You've missed out a very very vital part of the sport as well. Go on, tell me. Do you not know? No. It's when, so when the raider goes into the opposing team's side to try to tackle, yeah. he has to keep saying "kabaddi." <laughs> really? Like as soon as he's in, he's in there, he has to go "kabaddi, kabaddi, 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 kabaddi." Do you not know this? No, I I didn't know that at all, bro. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's like, crazy. Yeah, that's a vital aspect of the sport. And if he, if he, um, he or she, I think they have women's kabaddi. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, I, if, I, if the raider I, I, I like runs, they would runs do out now. of breath when they stop, when they st- when they run out of breath, they have to go back to the other side. Like that's that attack Mate. finished. That's crazy. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's just that sport it's... of like, you know, it's just interesting that a lot of Western sports like rugby and football, cricket. I mean, I know cricket is massive in India as well. Um, but it's interesting how those sports traditionally, <laughs> even if they weren't played in Asian countries, I know cricket has been, but that's predominantly because of colonialism. Uh you know, but I I just find it interesting that a lot of Western sports are far more popular than Yeah. You know what's mad though? I think this really goes to show how how um subjective it all is and how it's all relative to the cultures you come from. And you made a really good point actually off there that when I when I was like, why don't we just talk about obscure sports? And you're like, yeah, but all sports are obscure. And that actually makes a lot of sense. Like, if you think about <laughs> any sport, there's no necessity for it at all. Like, it's no. just, we've made up some rules, now go play. But the point I was trying to make was that a lot of these sports, I suppose people would find obscure in, in say, the Western world. And it's, you know, not in the Olympics. It's not 
commonly played, like you don't yeah. see it on TV and things like that. Whereas they'd be stuff that I see all the time yeah. and vice versa. You know, like back home, we wouldn't turn on the TV and it'd be fucking darts and snooker, for example. Whereas here, it seems to be a normal thing. And say like in Ireland, you know, when you turn on the TV, it's just GAA all the all the time. Um, but then you talk about a lot of these sports not being in the Olympics, but then actually, you know, growing up, the Asian Games is a big, big so yeah, multi-sport championship for us. And in the Asian Games, we've got Kabaddi. You know, we've got other stuff like, we've got dragon boat racing, actually. Um, yeah. We've got things like Wushu, we've got um, Kurash, which is another sort of mixed martial arts sort of sport and things like that that, you know, I would kind of look at because we see it all the time. I'd be like, yeah, that's just that's just a sport in it. But I suppose, yeah, relative to the environment you're in, it, it could be could be not. And, you know, even when I get when I went to the last Asian Games, we were really lucky. We had a couple of days where, you know, it was after our competition, but we were still there. So we had the opportunity to just kind of go out and watch other competitions. And one that was really cool was called Sepak Takro. Have you ever heard of that? No, I've never heard of that. Where's that from? Sepak Takro. I mean, I had no idea what it was, right? We went... Because they had, I mean, I'm sure it was the same when you went to the Beijing Winter Olympics, but, you know, there were different areas for different sort of, like they grouped some sports together um, at yeah. one venue and then another venue and that sort of thing. So we went to one of these venues, which seemed to be just, um, I think, mostly like martial arts sports. And then they had Sepak Takral. And we saw that on the timetable. We're like, what the hell is that? Yeah. So we went to see we went to see what it was and mate, it was insane. It like the best way to describe it, it just imagine volleyball but you're kicking. Wait, so it's like foot tennis, right? Kind of that's what I imagine. Uh yeah, but like with teams. So it's literally like, oh, like, like volleyball. Volleyball yeah, teams yeah. and the Damn. And the and the net being as high as it is in volleyball, but you're only allowed to kick. No, how is that possible? And people are fucking. No, no, people no, are literally that's not possible. Jumping fucking five feet in the air and doing a back <laughs> backflip kick over the net. It's insane. What? Like, look it up on YouTube. Okay, it's mad, I'm, gonna, isn't it? I'm gonna I'm gonna Google it uh for later on. Uh, how do you spell that? Hold on, say it again. Yeah. Sepak. So S E P A K. Oh, okay, I've got it. Sepak. Sepak Takro. S E P A K. Oh, it's from Malaysia. Yeah, I think it's either Thai or it's from Malaysia. Malaysia. Interesting. Yeah. So one sport that I wanted to talk about, which but, is very close to home because I grew up in Somerset, is cheese rolling. Ah, oh, give us yes. <laughs> classic. <laughs> Classic. So basically, to to <laughs> explain it to people, uh, if you're not from Gloucester, 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 Gloucestershire is a uh, a county in the UK, uh, in England, and essentially there is a very very steep hill which is very famous, 
uh, I forget the name of the hill, but basically there's a nine pound roll of cheese and the aim is to basically get down the hill as fast as you can. It doesn't even matter if the cheese wins. You just have to get down the hill <laughs> as fast as you can. And that sounds really boring, but so many people get injured. Bro, the cheese sounds imagine? like it's just an excuse. Like it's not even. <laughs> yeah, I don't give a shit about the cheese. It's just about fucking full yeah. send down this hill. I mean, you win the cheese, but like nine pounds of cheese is a lot. How much is that in kilos? Yeah. That's like three. No, that's like four. That's four kilos. That's a four kilo roll of cheese. <laughs> I mean, I like cheese, but I yeah. don't know if I like four kilos worth of cheese. Um, another one that is traditionally British, by the way, and I, I don't want to get cancelled for saying this because it involves J.K. Rowling, uh, is Quidditch, right? <laughs> Quidditch. Do they? Quidditch do is they like, change the name of it to like distance themselves from J.K. Rowling. I don't know, actually. That that's a good question. I think I read um, something about it. Where that's interesting, because I know that they have like a uh, national governing body and stuff now, and there's actually now it's now Do played they? over, it's now played in over like twenty countries or something. At least this is last year. Not that I'm a big follower of Quidditch. Oh, mate, because... they call it they call it quad ball now. Oh, quad ball. Interesting. So now it's called International International Quad Bowl Association. Crikey. Because precisely because of the whole JK Rowling stuff. Ah, that's interesting. Um, I mean, if, if anyone knows Harry Potter, uh basically it's like riding on a broomstick, but you can't actually fly, and the same rules apply. Can you not? No, I can't fly. I believe I can fly. Speak for yourself. Um, one thing that I'd be interested in is do they have a gold... Oh, they do have a golden snitch. I've just Googled it. I mean, that's, what is it? That's... Is it just like a... Is it one of those... A one of those um, what do you call it? Like electronic hoovers. Yeah, but it has to fly around. No, it's... Uh, what they actually do is they have a load of leaf blowers... And a Ferrero Rocher. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. If anyone here is a Quidditch athlete, I apologize for offending you. Oh, sorry, a quad ball athlete. Quad ball. International quad ball. Athlete. But they actually, they take it really seriously. In, in America, they take it really seriously. Really? Like they actually have leagues in college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. No, I'm sure they take so, cheese rollers very seriously too. There's another sport that's really strange as well. Uh, it's called eventing. And, uh... <laughs> it is actually so fucking obscure, right? Like, basically... Who came up see, with the idea see, of... You see when you have, like, horses in the world and see the Mustang and stuff. So it was like, let's, let's tame them. You know, let's, let's make them domestic. Yeah. But then the whole sport revolves around getting on these animals and uh, doing little 
do a little song and dance and being judged for it and then going yep. full send round up to 10 minutes across the country up and down hills and drops and ditches and natural elements and all that and if you've survived this far then the next day you do a bit more jumping uh in the arena uh this whole thing done on top of a living breathing thinking animal bit strange yeah um <laughs> yeah i mean we both know that i am not a <clears throat> I'm not the biggest fan of horses. In fact, that's the, <laughs> I, I'm ter- I'm terrified of horses. I'm absolutely terrified of horses. I don't. I um, still understand. Like horses, I, you know, I mean, horses you are s- prey animals. Prey. Yeah. What do you mean, prey animals? Like they hunt other people. No, they hunt. So other... they're not predators. They're prey. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I feel like they're I feel like they're prey. Um yeah, I, I don't really know where I was going with that, but it to be fair, as I said before we started recording this, and we didn't have any structure to this podcast, this is just a light hearted one. Um all sports are just very weird. Weightlifting yeah. is a weird I mean, sport. Think about- Think about weightlifting. You know, you just why why are you all of a sudden who who okay who came up with the actual lifts? Well, like, the Greeks would have, have right, have and then it, the it developed over yeah, time. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it developed yeah, over time. But what I'm trying to say is that it's such a specific way of lifting, and you have it, to do it, it that way and get as yeah. much weight over it as you can. Yeah, but that's that's the insane. weirdest bit. Is like. That's the weirdest bit is why would you, it's such a strange concept to have a sport where the idea is to outlift someone else. I'm not sure why, but it just, it's quite strange, (laughs) but it's also the same as why would a sport be entertaining when all you're trying to do is run faster than another person? (laughs) Like all sports are weird. But that's why it's fascinating. And then sports that is... require a lot of concentration as well. Um, yeah. You know, like rugby. There's so many fucking rules. If you, you know, trying yeah. to explain rugby to someone who doesn't know rugby is no mean feat. Like it's, oh you, no. you know, just, I remember explaining rugby to an American and just trying to explain like, why the ball is being and a lot of things made me question actually why do we do that it's like the ball is being passed backwards but you have to move forwards um for some reason <laughs> when it's a line out you have to lift people up in the air that's just quite a random part of the game i feel there are a lot of yeah. random, like what's the point of a scrum like why still have the two i know they took the scrum out when they invented rugby league but for that precise yeah. reason like you don't you don't need scrum. Yeah, I mean, it's. I mean, I played rugby for however many years as a kid and a teenager, and even to this day, people still ask me, 
what why why would you want to play rugby when all you're going to do is just get hurt or um you know you're basically just chasing around people in short shorts and a tight shirt <laughs> like yeah but it's cool, like, isn't that's it? why i play it's, rugby because it's rugby <laughs> isn't it it's just in it's the rugby. weird concept um yeah i mean that's pretty much all all i have for you this episode to be honest with you um Happy April Fools. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Is this coming out on April Fools? The 31st of eight of March, that's correct. And April Fools is the first. So April no. Fools. Welcome. <laughs> um Is this we're gonna release been... this on April Fools? Not not the actual April Fools episode that we talked about earlier. You've just been Rick Rolled. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you've just been punked. That's all we've got for you in this episode, guys. If you can think of any other weird sports, uh, then let us know if you're from oh, those loads. Australia, Asia, South America, uh, Europe, NFL, any... that's a weird sport, isn't it? What is NFL <laughs> football? Yeah, AFL and NFL. Oh, NFL. yeah, but, but also, so, so is Gaelic football. Oh, yeah, that's fucking weird. Yeah, they're just such weird sports. <laughs> but they're also really entertaining because I th- I guess it just proves to you, like, regardless of what situation you put a, a human in, they will excel at anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even yeah. if it's obscure. When there's, a, when there's a level of... When there's a level of competitiveness and there's, like, structure and play, anyone will anyone can excel just yeah, before we go absolutely. i really just wanted to make an honorary mention to one final obscure sport which is called makapung lampit um, and it is it originates and i think they only do it in bali and like a very specific region of bali and makapung lampit is literally imagine drag racing you know, but in rice fields and on water buffaloes. <laughs> Hold up. How do you how do you drag all right, okay, I get you, I get the concept, but water buffaloes can't be that fast, surely. Well, no, but relative to each other, isn't it? Yeah, but but how was how was that interesting? Also, when they go, no, they don't just walk. Like when they go full said, like when they're galloping, yeah. it goes pretty fast. And if how you fast? watch the videos, they're like fucking. Well, I don't know the specifics, but they're like tearing down these rice paddy fields. Oh and there's shit! Mud going everywhere. Yeah, I've bro. Ju- I've just googled how fast could a water buffalo run? Thirty miles an hour. Yeah, that's Google this one, Makapung Lampit. How fast it's can a insane. horse run? A horse can run fifty-five miles an hour. So twenty, I mean twenty miles an hour is quite. But bears can only run twenty-five miles an hour. So you're telling me, you're telling me that a water buffalo can run the same speed as a bear. 
So these men that, never sat on top of these water buffaloes. That's crazy. And they just go full send down these muddy rice fields. That's ridiculous. Insane, isn't it? That that is actually insane. And it's only done in Bali. It's only so, done in so a very specific region in Bali. I just can't get over that they can run 30, 30 to 35 miles an hour. <laughs> that's that's incredibly I'm pretty fast. Sure, I'm pretty sure they they each each uh, competitor has like multiple buffaloes pulling them at the same time. Yeah. Oh damn, so it's like a chariot. Fastest part. Yeah, yeah, no, it's exactly like oh, a chariot. Okay, that sounds sick. So it says here, I've just Googled, um, how fast does Usain Bolt run? So if we look <laughs> at his if we look at his one hundred meter sprint, which was nine fifty eight as the world record in two thousand nine. Okay. Mm-hmm. How fast Basically, how fast was that per for miles per hour? Now, I'm not a mathematician, so it says yeah. here that it's represented mathematically as speed, which is uh, the yeah. rate at which an object moves time. Over time. Distance. Yeah. Uh, so it says here that... Have you ever studied... I thought you did sports science. <laughs> I did, but it's... Remember, it says sports in front of it, right? <laughs> um, so leave me be. It says here that... It's likely that he ran between 23 to 27 miles per hour. So you're telling me nice. that a water buffalo that weighs probably 500 kilos weigh, runs faster than the fastest man in the world? Mate, Usain Bolt wouldn't stand a chance in Makapung Lampi. That is... That's actually crazy. I, I'm... <laughs> I'm shocked. Makapam Lamp... What's it called? Makapam Maka... Lampit. Makapam. M-A-K-E-P... I've got it. U-N-G. Oh, so it's like make pung. That's how I would say it, because I'm British and I butcher everything. You're white. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for reminding everyone that can't see me. <laughs> Um, I've just seen a photo <laughs> and these guys boy. look fierce. This is literally buffalo chariots. This is insane. Yeah. Unreal. Uh Unreal. anyway, guys, on that, on happy that note. Fools. We will catch you in the next episode, which will be more serious. Um have a great <laughs> weekend. Goodbye. Thank you so much for joining us into the unknown. Uh, if you want to connect with us and get in touch, you can find out more about me at Stoke Strength Systems on Instagram and Connor Lift Stuff for my business page. And you can find me at, at yushan.su.eventing on Instagram, yushan.su.eventing on Facebook, and suyushaneventing.com. And if you want to get a bit more engaged uh, with our community and you liked this episode, please like and subscribe. Uh, follow on the on on Spotify and we'd also love to hear your thoughts on this episode's topics so please drop them in the comments catch you next week